Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Other People's Show. Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Live from the 92.5 studios. And it's going to be a fun night. It's been a very interesting week. A life-changing week. But that's what life's about. The changing of the lives. The changing of the guards. Changing of the mindset. Moving forward, being positive, and being the best you can be. That's the TED Talk for tonight. But before we get into the show, please go to all of our social media pages. That's the YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, and Facebook. Instagram. Cram that into your mind. The Other People Show. Now, I was mentioning earlier on Real Talk uh, that I should have ventured into the Bill Murray movie Groundhog Day. I will tell this story about the movie Groundhog Day. When I was a young one, we didn't have much money. We were, uh, you know, we, I, <laughs> you know, it's funny to look back at it now. But there was a time, and you all might be able to relate, but popcorn in the movie theater has always been expensive. It's always been more than it should be. Um, only $10 for, or maybe 15 by now, but a huge bag that you can buy at Sam's Club. $15, and you can get about 10 to 15 tubs of popcorn out of each bag. Now the bags or the the uh, tubs, probably six, seven bucks. Regardless of that, when I was younger, we went to see Groundhog Day in the movie theater. My mom and I. But did we buy that movie theater popcorn? No, we did not. We didn't, and I'm not advocating doing this. But we popped our popcorn at home in the microwave and we put it in her jacket and we went into the movie theater and we ate microwave popped popcorn out of the bag <laughs> true story <laughs> and I think we probably snuck in sodas and I don't blame you I mean it can't be blamed regardless of that that's uh, a little the the illegal activity that happened back in 1993 when Groundhog Day was released. But yeah, I don't think the Groundhog saw the shadow, right? Is that So if you don't see the shadow, that means we have warm weather, full steam ahead, right? And that's what I'm hoping. Because I don't like cold weather, as I've mentioned numerous times on this broadcast and previous broadcasts. Uh, I do not like the cold weather. I wish that it was only here for, you know, qu as, whatever it needed to be here to make nature work correctly is the only amount of time that I really want it to be here. You know what I mean? Other than that, let's stay within 50s to the 80s range. Perfect temperature right there. 
Uh, but some sad news today that I, I learned about earlier. Carl Weathers has passed away. Carl is, uh, if you know, uh, he was Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. He also played Dutch in Predator. And he played Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. And he also had a, a cameo as Chubbs in Little Nicky as well. As, as you know, many, many things that he was in. So that was kind of a little sad moment within the acting and uh, Hollywood community. He was in, uh, you know, Action Action Jackson with Pam Greer. Those are kind of hard to say. Action Jackson. But he was in that. So, you know, go check out some of his movies uh, if, you know, if you're interested. Sylvester Stallone has a nice little homage and words, condolences on his Instagram feed. Uh, and I keep up with Sylvester on there. I'm a, I'm a fan. I think that he, uh, he's really worked hard to get where he's at. And he does show accolade uh, toward uh, the late Carl Weathers. So uh, he has passed away. That being said, we've got past Groundhog Day. Well, we still have an hour and 11 minutes of Groundhog Day, I guess. But uh, no more winter. So I do want to say this. Uh, I didn't come on and do an other people's show last week. And uh, a little bit of self-promotion. But a film that I shot last summer... Uh, Culver Island is now streaming on uh, Amazon Prime, Vudu, or Encourage TV. You can go on there and check it out. Um, it's kind of a mystery, a drama mystery, and I don't want to give too much away. You can go check on some of the social medias and, and hear me uh, yammer and yammer on about it, but it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun to film down there. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to getting back in front of the camera. And behind the camera, there is going to be a new short film coming out this month. And there's going to be a longer uh, short film. There's going to be two short films. But one definitely coming out this month. And then another one called Midlife that's directed um, by someone other than myself. But I'm going to be starring in that as well. And then a really, really exciting project is going to be coming uh full circle soon uh, because about a decade ago, actually 2010, I wrote a movie called Virginia Running. It actually, you know, production lasted for a while and it, it had Andy Dick in it and myself and a few other cast members. So I'm going to re rewrite that film and we're going to be producing that film probably next summer uh, it's going to be a very similar story, but it's going to be updated and it's going to be dusted off and rewritten and actually filmed and shot the way that I know how to film and shoot now, whereas before I really didn't know as much as what I was doing, but it's going to be called When Home Comes Calling, I think is what the, the title. So that's going to be shooting next summer. Got to get the cast together, got to get the locations, got to revisit the script and make it a little better. Uh, but that's coming forward as well as many other things such as The Dark Place. And there might be another monthly show coming uh, probably just to the social medias dealing with uh, independent cinema as well. There's going to be some cool upcoming guests. January has kind of been a little bit of a weird month. Uh, some things have happened uh, privately and personally 
that have been magnificent life-changing events you know back in the fall and in the winter uh, back yeah primarily the fall uh, late summer and the fall there was a lot of turmoil going on but those waters seem to have calmed and things seem to be going in a better better way a better mind space um no longer drinking it's been quite a while since that you've not heard you know mention heard me mention that in quite a while and i do encourage you if you're not drinking to continue not doing it continue to do it not do it through you do, you made it through january let's make it through the short month of february and continue into the spring because it's going to help your your body but it's also going to help your wallet so if you're going to go ahead and spend it on that just go ahead and send it to me Put it on my, my Patreon, and I'll use it for the show or for productions. But we want people to change their lives for the better on this show. And going to be getting back into the groove of the show. I've done the show a lot alone, but we're going to be maybe testing some waters with some guests coming in. Maybe uh, possibly have a, a, you know, a rotating panel of guests that comes in often. Because it's I do enjoy doing the show alone. Yes, I do. I, I have to admit that I do. But I do miss the the back and forth that I have when I have a co-host. So I'm thinking of, you know, having a revolving co-hosts, you know, that maybe do twice a month each or, you know, maybe have, you know, four that just kind of rotate weekly. That's something in the in the works. And if you're interested in that, you can just message me on one of the social media pages. You know, maybe you send in some audio yourself or, you know, we can do a test uh, a test, a run or something like that. I'm open to it. I'm re I really am open to it. Uh, let's see what we have going on. You know, changes, changes in life happen all the time. And they often don't happen the way you expect or want them to happen. And you kind of have to roll with the, the punches. But sometimes and just sometimes they do work out the way you would anticipate. So things like that have been happening lately. Um, some zigzags, some twists and turns. But so far, full steam ahead, if things seem to be turning out for so far so good. 2024 has been uh, challenging initially, but within the last, you know, 20 or 30, you know, 20 days of it, the last three weeks of January was, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad at all. But I do want to talk tonight a little bit about um, dreams. And I'm not just talking about the dreams when you're asleep at night and you're dreaming of sugar plums and candy canes or jerking awake because you're falling off of, off of a building or just lying there talking in your sleep. Or even farting in your sleep. Because that happens. I know that happens quite a bit. I'm talking about the dreams. Things that you want to accomplish. The goals that you have set for yourself. Because even if you are in your 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s. And you have kids or grandkids. You can still have some goals of your own. And those goals shouldn't die because you're getting older. Even if you're teens and 20 year olds. Hold on to those because you can make them happen regardless uh, of what they they may be. Now, some might be a little far-fetched. You know, are you going to become a billionaire? Chances are that's not going to happen. But 
could you open up an art gallery or have an art show or put out an album or direct the play or you know work your way up to be a manager at you know one a, a particular job or you know open up a new business whatever that make your goals realistic but make them something challenging that you have to work for something that is going to mean something when you achieve it something that when it occurs you might even cry tears of have the, the tears of joy because you're finally at the top of that mountain after you've worked all this time to get there and that's what I'm doing on many different levels and I know that you all can do that as well so make a list I think that's what a lot of people should do at night I make a list every single night either mentally or I write it down on this trusty hear this that's a notebook it's a notebook that I always have with me because I'm always jotting down ideas, always jot, jotting down uh, songs to play on the show, ideas for the show, movies for the show, and also finances as well. But what am I going to be doing tomorrow? What are the objectives that I'm going to accomplish tomorrow? And I know that it can be done. And I think that you're going to feel better about yourself if you're able able to overcome these things and do these things. So we're going to be playing a little song. Now I know this is probably going to seem like a uh, an '80s song, but it really isn't an '80s song. I heard this, you know, probably. Wow, I guess it's been ten years ago now. Empire of the Sun, Walking on a Dream.
And that was Empire of the Sun, Walking on a Dream, on 92.5 WLSD, The Vault. And uh, that's a nice little tune, a little upbeat tune, but just to let you know that you can make those dreams come true. And this sounds, you know, I, I am trying to be a little bit more positive. I had a lot of, of the negative energy back in the fall, back in the late summer, but that's gone. That's gone. I'm dealing with things a little bit better. I mean, I, I had a, I had, I had something that was, you know, just happened yesterday where I was uh, shown a bill, you know, a $400 bill out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it. Didn't think that that was going to be coming my way, but it was. And was I agitated about it? Yeah, I was. I was uh, agitated about that. But I was able to overcome it, not say any harsh words, not uh, be mean or upset or, you know, well, I was upset, but I wasn't mean. You know, I didn't curse anyone out. I controlled it and I used uh, my zen-like qualities to push <laughs> the negative out. Yeah, I don't really have any Zen-like qualities. Uh, but I am able to handle things like that a little bit better. A little bit better. And not due to, uh, you know, not better by the way of uh, drinking or anything like that. So, that you know, that's a pat on my back at least once. At least once. Now, in a couple of weeks, probably two weeks, going to be going to Nashville, Tennessee. Going to be going to uh, the City Winery which sounds weird since we're not drinking, but going to a show there of Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson, if you know, is from the show uh, The Kids in the Hall. And it's going to be a nice little show, a nice little gathering in, uh, in a nice town of, of Nashville. So I'm looking forward to that, but also looking forward to doing some, you know, things in Nashville. So I would like for people to write down in some comments below what are some things that you should do when visiting Nashville. I've been there a couple times, but you know, uh I always want to try new things when I go to, you know, cities. And Nashville is a city that I've uh, you know, I feel safe in for the most part. I've enjoyed going to every time I've went there. Uh we've checked out a couple of honky tonks when we've went. And I'm meeting up with Jake. Uh, he's he's actually uh, he's been on the show. You know him very well, the director of Culber Island. So I'm going to talk about uh, when home comes calling. Meeting up with uh, him and his wife, talking about hopefully going to uh, talk about him producing uh, when home comes calling, and maybe scout locating in the future about uh, about that film. So yeah, just drop you know maybe some places to eat, things to visit. So, uh, you know, please, I'll be interested in, in reading everyone's comments and feedback on that. But, yeah, we're going to go see uh, Scott Thompson as Buddy Cole. Now, I wasn't the biggest or really uh, a Kids in the Hall fan, uh, to be honest. They were like a Canadian uh, sketch team, sketch, com sketch comedy trope. But I do like the interviews that I've heard with Scott Thompson and I do like what he says about comedy in, in general. And the sketches and things I've watched about Buddy Cole, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, interesting and intriguing and, and funny and, and witty. 
And uh, the city winery, it, it looks like it's got a cool vibe just from the, the webpage. Um, like I was saying, dreams can change as you get older. And they can change for a variety of, of reasons. Um, it could be because you, you, you know, maybe, maybe my dream now would be to become the biggest, you know, uh, actor of all time, or at least in the, in the near future. When I was younger, there was more of a chance of something very slim, but more of a chance of something like that hype happening. And I'm using this example as an extreme example. Now though, my dreams have adjusted, whereas where that's no longer a possibility, I can create and carve out a niche through radio, through podcasting, through the short films, and directing things that not only bring me satisfaction, getting a project out there, but also slowly gaining a loyal, uh, not only fans really, but people that, you know, enjoy the work. It, it, and, and I say this with all humbleness, but humility, but for example, you know, a couple times a week now, you know, someone has come up and, you know, I, I saw uh, Cobra Island, you know, a uh, good job. You know, I listened to the show last week. It, it's, it's getting better. It's, it's really good. Hey, I listened to The Dark Place. That was a very interesting case. Thank you to those people. Because you all are allowing me to live part of my dream. And that means if you are allowing me to live part of my dream, then you all can live part of your dream. Because I don't know what it might be. Maybe you want to watch, maybe you want to write the novel. Maybe you, you, you want to eat healthier. Maybe you want to quit, you know, binge watching all the shows all the episodes of the shows in a weekend. I don't know if that's, you know, I, I guess that's a goal that could better your life. I don't really know. But whatever it is within reason and without, without re, you know, everything that's without, you know, barely out of reach can be achieved. And you can do these things. And it doesn't really matter anymore, especially when it comes to the arts or when it comes to uh, creativity or things like that, because you have the social medias, which extends way beyond. Because before, for example, you would have to be in New York or Los Angeles if you wanted anything to do with making, maybe even Chicago or Atlanta with filmmaking. When I really first started out on this adventure, or venture, whichever, journey, that was one of the two places that I knew that I was going to have to go. I didn't really want to go up to New York unless I tried out for SNL uh, just due to the cold weather. That's why I had always chosen, well, let me just go west. Go west, young man, because it's better weather. But at the point, that was primarily the only two places that you could go. Now, I have lived in D.C. a lot of the time of my life. And although not a film uh, you know, capital or anything like that, there has been, uh, you know, several different productions that I was able to get on there just due to the fact that I was living there looking for things that would intrigue me and maybe get a little bit of a foot in the door. And then later in life, when I've moved back to the area, I've been able to uh, still continue on that path 
due to technology, due to the advancement in the iPhone and cameras and anamorphic lenses and networking and things like that. You know, also there might be, you know, another product. I don't want to give that project away yet. I won't say anything about that. But whatever it is that you want to achieve, you can achieve it. And a lot of the times, the reason that you're not going to be able to achieve what you want to achieve is because of yourself. Self-sabotaging. Because I'm a, a master class artist of the self-sabotage. And it's taking me this far in life to actually realize what I need to do in order not to do that to myself. So, you know, that might be about uh, all I need to say about, you know, that. But, you know, do not give up. Because if I can do it, you can do it. You just It just takes work. Nothing that's ever worth having is easy. And you can't have the sweet without the sour. I really don't think that you can. So we're going to go to another song here on the Other People's Show by a band called Broods. And this is Heartlines on 92.5 WLSD.
And that was Broods with Heartlines on 92.5 WLSD, The Vault. Now, during that break, I was going through the notebook, talking to the, the people on social media. If you want to follow along, please do that on the other people's show. Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram. And please like and share all videos. You'll get a shout out and it's much, much appreciated. Doesn't cost anything and gets the word out. But one of the last questions I want to talk about uh, before uh, we you know, get to the end of the show. I do a little bit shorter shows when it's just myself. Because I do feel that people get tired of just hearing me. And I'm sure you do. So I do apologize. But I am the only one here except... There is a ghost in this building. I do think there is a ghost somewhere around. They're not here tonight. Well, they're probably always here. They're omnipresent, but they're not in this room as far as I can tell because I don't think anything's moved off the, off the wall or anything. But if you could go back in time, this is the question. If you could go back in time, what year would you want to go back to and what would you do? Now... I'm thinking about that purely as a, a topic for the show. Um, but I would probably, you know, I, I actually I wrote this topic for last week's show. But I bailed out and ended up not doing the other people episode. So here we are. Now, I, you know, I want to go back to when I was uh, probably, I would probably go back to 2006. And the reason that I would choose 2006 is I would want to go back, but I would want to go back with the knowledge that I have now. Maybe not of the knowledge of what is to come, because I don't know if I would want to... I mean, I guess I would really want to navigate through some of the, some of the minefields that I had you know, have come across over the, over the years. But 2006, I feel, is where I had experienced a lot of life Living in D.C., I got hired at um, a radio WAVA up there in, in 2005. So I'd moved up there and I'd worked at the radio station. And I originally worked uh, mornings. I did mornings. I did 5 a.m. until noon. No, actually, to be honest with you, I originally did afternoons. I did noon until 6, I think was the shift. Uh, the morning person... Couldn't couldn't keep up. They they were late often, so they asked if I would switch, which I love switching. Much better. If you're living in a bigger city, doing some of the off shifts is the way to go. Driving two hours to, to get to work and two hours to get home from work is not the way for me. So I'll change my sleeping habits. I'll change my schedule, which I ended up doing overnights, which was a wonderful, wonderful introduction uh, into radio, and I, I stayed in that position because I didn't want to leave overnights. But it was a very exciting time. The The Midnight Mutants radio show had been off the air for about uh, two years at that point, and podcasting was not yet a thing, although we were starting to do that in 2005, 2006, I guess you could say, 2006, um, when it was brought back the other... Uh, the Midnight Mutants radio show was brought back on WEBR Fairfax. And Jake and I did that. And I always, I always loved Jake's dedication because he, he lived, uh, you know, about an hour and a half away, away, and he would drive to the show. 
but the show was only a one-hour show, except when we would do a special, it would be a two-hour show. So I knew he had the love of the show because he would drive virtually two hours to do a one-hour show, just to be heard, just to put on an entertaining show for the audience out there. And that's what I want from the person that I want to come in here, you know, and, and be on the rotating panel. I want them to have an enthusiasm, not only about just talking about themselves, but able to jump into the conversation, able to talk about different things, but also able to see this zone inside the studio as kind of like a stage in a way. I don't get to do it as much when I'm in here alone, but it's theater of the mind. And I wanted you know, to get that out there, and that's going to be something that I'm going to be working hard to try to achieve in 2024. Because if that is achieved, and it's achieved the way that I have it in my mind, the show will blow you all the way. You've not heard, you ain't heard nothing yet. If, if, if I can get it together just right. Circling back around to 2006, and this is where the dreams also come into play. I started back from scratch, doing the show in Kentucky, then moving up in, in D.C. and doing the show in Arlington, Virginia, right across the bridge from Georgetown and such. And, uh, you know, that's where I learned. That's where I really learned because I got in there and I did it. I listened to the people that I thought that I could, you know, I can do this. I can get on the radio and talk. I've heard people tell me, you, you do have a radio voice. You can get on there and talk. So after that, all I had to do was meld and put together a show that I thought that would be entertaining, a show that I'm still trying to continue to do to this very day. And back in 2006, it was all new in a way because we wanted to do the streaming like I'm doing now on social media. We tried to do it, but the bandwidth... And a lot of the technology wasn't there quite there at the time because the middle 2000s were a time of craziness, if you think about it. It was actually a time, remember, and you might have had one yourself, when the digital camera was the thing. You know, the camera, now it's on your phone, you know, but it, it was like, well, this camera has, you know, six megapixels. That's awful quality. It's terrible. You've got, you, <laughs> you had the phone that you could only hold 50 text messages. So you wanted to save a text message from your loved one? Well, you better go through and you better delete some of the other ones. Because back then, and that wasn't even that long ago. Well, that's another thing that I, I wanted to get into. It was that long ago. Because 2006 is 18 years ago. So if I did go back to that point, I would want to... And it, it, it seemed... there. You know, not only not only the great unknown as far as like, you know, technology and the adventure that lies ahead. It's I just lost my train of thought. But it it is to the point where you know, that's where you kind of grew up when you didn't know the unknown. When when what you had planned doesn't work out. And then you adjust in your life. And that's when I've adjusted in my life because we were starting starting back out. And I never did really feel, even to this day, comfortable enough out in the real world. And I felt more comfortable on screen or behind the camera or behind the microphone. 
as opposed to being out socially. And it's, you know, it, it could be talking to, you know, a thousand, two thousand people through the radio, through the stream, through the podcast, you know, through uh, the audio or video medium. Um, but yet talking to a handful of people uh, outside of is, is uh, you know, something I still sometimes have difficult with doing if I think that I'm doing it as myself. You can do anything as a character. You can go through anything if you say, this is a character that I'm playing to get through this situation. And it's easy. It's easier that way. Everything's easier if you try. Uh, I guess. Most things. But yeah, I would probably go through 2006. And it, you could you, you know, you know could experience music for the first time, like certain songs that you heard back then for the first time in 2006. You could see movies for the first time again. Get that feeling, you know, if something really was gripping or uh, had that emotional hold on you, that would be something. Uh, and you could go back to a time, for me anyway, it was it was kind of like more of a carefree time. There was a carefree ambiance that was surrounding, you know, the the mid and later part of the, you know, I, you know, I would I would guess probably, and it could have been just because I moved away, and it's a little bit of nostalgic reasons as well, because I'm sure that you can sit and listen in your car or on the uh, the web or the social media, and think about those times for yourself. What were you doing in 2006? If you were alive, we have some listeners that you know weren't born then; they were still swimming around. But what were you doing to those that you were you know alive and born in 2006, February, Groundhog's Day in 2006, or around that time in your life? And how has your life changed and progressed since then? What have you done that you've wanted to do goal-wise or life-wise that you still haven't done that you wanted to do from back then? There's a couple things that I have uh, not achieved yet. I was told uh, probably at 17 that I would never make a film. I was told that I would never have a, a show of my own. And I would, was told that I would never become anything. Um, and it wasn't anyone... And it wasn't it, it wasn't like that happened often, but there were three different instances throughout my life that I do recall these things, and I've proved all three of those people wrong. And sometimes you don't even have to. There's, gloating is not going to do anything. Gloating only makes you look less classy, because the if you're doing and don't do things for other people. Don't try to achieve something for someone else. Don't try to, you know, write the novel because, you know, your mother or father thought, you know, you're a failure if you don't. You write the novel because you have the inspiration to write the novel and it's something that you've wanted to achieve, achieve and you're going to put forth the effort and the hard work and try to do it, even if you only write it for yourself. That's something I need to do is write the novel. I started a novel a couple of years ago and it turned into a screenplay. A screenplay, might I add, uh, damaged people that I turned in for uh, one of my classes and it was the final grade and one of the teachers gave it an F. Just due that it didn't follow the three-act structure. I took the class again because I needed that class to graduate with my master's in screenwriting 
and I turned in almost the identical screenplay with a tiny few adjustments. And the professor said, this is one of the best screenplays that's come through, through here. You could be writing for episodic television. And uh, almost the identical same script. So you can achieve your goals. You can do the things that you have set out to do. And don't let people tell you that you can't. Because, as you probably heard, can't never could do anything, right? Is that how the saying goes? I think that's how the saying goes. I've never been really good with the sayings, like, don't, don't, what is it? Don't lick the gift horse in the mouth. Don't look at the gift horse in the mouth. Or don't lick it. Look or lick it. I don't know. One or the other. But I'm going to end tonight with a nice little song by David Bowie called Kooks. So thank you for tuning in tonight to the Other People's Show. Please go to all of our social media pages. That's the YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Like and subscribe um, when I'm able to share this video. I'm not able to share it right now, but I will in just a moment. And you all are much, much appreciated. You all have a good night. Will you stay in the lover's story? If you stay, you won't be sorry, because we believe.